Hey, welcome y'all. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we're gonna call this a season premiere, man, because you know we had our uh, our celebration episode, our 50th episode, our one year anniversary. So we just wanna start from scratch, man. Uh, quote unquote season premiere of the Young Kings Wrestling Podcast, episode 51. I am TC Fontaine, joined by Malik Ricks and the Essential yes, Havoc. You know, as always, you can find us on most platforms, streaming podcasts, including Anchor, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, iHeartRadio. You know, if you're listening to us on iTunes, give us a review. Let us, let, let us know you like us. Let us know you rock with us. I actually have not been checking to see if we have any reviews, so we might, we might not. I don't know. I'm going to have to look at that a little bit. But uh, all the links to... a positive review, we don't see it. Yeah, if, if it's something negative, you know, I'm going I'm to I'm get in touch with a... You know, with Tim Cook and whoever at Apple, you know, get in touch with Drake or somebody, take that down. Get that down. <laughs> uh, but go ahead, hit up ykwrestling.com. Uh, links to all the platforms are available there. Links to the merch available there, man. Get get some of them Black Lives Matter uh, shirts, a.k.a. as somebody called uh, in our mentions, a terrorist shirt. Uh, get what? one of them terrorist shirts, man. Ooh, ooh, man. I seen it was actually like a month ago, and I just now oh. seen it. Okay, well, whoever you are, don't get. I responded me. back, full name and location. Yes, sir. Had to let niggas know. Clown. Following it. Clown. Unfollow Blockface, please. He ain't following us though. That's a crazy part. I posted it. On, I posted it on Big East post, and he, he responded. That's a crazy part. Bro, I I can't hate that people go out their way to comment on some stuff like, bro, you have no life. Go get hey. a life. Go get a job. Go get a hey. wife. But, you clown. You idiot. You stupid. You moron. You dumbass. Hey, but Twitter though, <laughs> Twitter Twitter just added this new feature for everybody where you can make a tweet. And you can choose who replies to it. So, like, if you only want people you follow to interact with your post, you can do it. If you don't want nobody to say nothing at all. So, I can't wait. Because, I, I mean, Young Kings Wrestling, we, we've had this feature for, like, a month and a half now. But now, since everybody got it, I'm about to just flex on it and just post a bunch of hot takes and can't nobody say nothing about it. So, you'll get a lot of wrestling hot takes from Young Kings Wrestling soon. <laughs> But then, but then it's no fun, you know what I'm saying? Because then the we, TC, we can't, TC we can't get at nobody. <laughs> it, it's more fun that nobody can't say nothing because what you about to say to me, uh, I already wasn't about to listen to you already. <laughs> now, just, bro, I'd I be like, I don't care about people's opinion. Like, bro, you, you come on my stuff. Why you coming on my stuff, man? You don't like it. Don't, don't, don't like it. Shit, shut up. See, I, I, care, I care about what people think about my opinion when they agree with me. As long as you agree with me. <laughs> as long as you agree with me, then yeah. Because if you don't agree with me, you know, if you if you do something like, you know, not have Steiner math in your top four promos of the 2000s okay, or some shit like that, we, I have we, an we issue with that. that. I, have, I have no regrets. Uh, Rick brought it up <laughs> yesterday. So, yeah, we still loaded. <laughs> I have no regrets. Reek said, "You stand, you standing on that, huh?" Reek? My man, my man, set up here. Ten toes. I got, a, I got a, I got a sixty-three and one-third chance of winning this match. <laughs> the math was accurate, though. Like, go ahead. It better be and, accurate. You got a degree in it, bro. Right? Yeah. It better be accurate math off the top of the dome like that. Like, you asked me, was fifty-seven? T- you know, plus twenty-one. It's gonna take me a minute to figure that out in my head. But he, he did that shit off the rip. Oh man. Hey man, what y'all been watching this week? I've been watching any wrestling. 
I've been too busy to watch anything, bro. I, I caught a, a little bit of impact last night, and I caught like the first like thirty minutes of uh, AEW today, and that's it. Uh, I gotta go yeah. back and watch everything. Actually, I, uh, I I did a little catching up um, yesterday. I watched Impact. I watched like the first hour. And- <laughs> I watched the first hour Impact. Uh, shout out to my guy Heath. I don't, I don't know if you be watching Impact Reek, but that Wrestle House, entertaining. Like watch like highlights, man. You see, you see the Wrestle House highlights. Nah, I heard about it though. <clears throat> yeah, it's it's entertaining. So um, I really love like the creativity these promotions in America on television have during this pandemic, like. Just doing different things. It's it's a different take on stuff, and it's uh it's actually an interesting approach. Um, I caught a anybody want still to barking? It's still barking. <laughs> I heard a bark. I heard a bark as soon as you unmute it. Like it was it was the, the, the big dog. It, it it continues to bark because she can't hear herself anymore. Oh, speaking of the big dog, I miss Roman Reigns on my TV. I just want to say that. Uh, but do anybody want a little dog? Man, I'm so tired of this little dog. Bro. Let me get OJ, man. Yo, shut, shut up, dude. Come get him, please. <laughs> hey, y'all. Uh, thank That's y'all for dog. listening to the Young King Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> we'll catch y'all next week. Come come get this man, please. <laughs> right. I'll go get him right now. Like, hey. Uh, man, what else? I, hey, yo, I checked out, uh, I checked out the uh, AEW uh, Women's Tag Team Cup Tournament. and uh, I tried to watch it. I tried, man. And, like, I watched, I watched both episodes. Uh, and I, I had some, I had some things to say about that later on. When we talk about they, they said, they said it's only on YouTube, right? It's only yeah. on YouTube. It was hella uh, random. Like, did they even announce it? Like, yeah, they announced it like a week before it happened. Like it? Yeah, it was on Dynamite. They had a that, that was we talked about that like a few weeks ago when um when Nyla Rose and uh and, and you know the artist formerly known as Cameron uh drew their colors. We talked about that. Don't but, don't, uh, don't do that. They lost. They lost their first match though. They lost their first match. <laughs> I, I, I yeah. hope she's not on TV no more. On, Good. On that, yeah, no. We have enough old folks on there. So keep that same energy, Tony Khan. Peace. Yeah. Nah, so, uh, uh, but but uh, I was watching it, man. And I honestly think like they could have did better with this, man. Like it just seemed like it, it was a decision that they made, just kind of like last minute. Like, oh, let's get some, <laughs> let's get some content for. Uh, you know, just j- just basically to do something. It was just like just threw it on TV, uh, yeah. threw it together. Well, not on TV, but they threw it on YouTube. You know, do something together just to just to try to get the women on there. I honestly think they could have sacrificed, you know, some of the, you know the bullshit that we've been seeing on Dynamite yeah. uh, in the last week just to first get a lot of the women that were going to be in the tournament, get them on television to begin with, get them familiarized with with the people rather than, you know, a week or two before the, you know, before the tournament kicks off. Yeah. They so haven't really can... utilized YouTube as much as like I thought they would have or they should have. Like, you know, what 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 WWE did with uh Bianca Belair and Selena Vega was like amazing, bro. Because I got an issue I with that like, too. I feel like I feel like, you know, if we all if we're living in this internet age and stuff like that, like I feel like we should see promos throughout the week of people just can shooting. I, can I interrupt people. you real quick though, just ahead, like to ahead, touch on that further because I look at excuse me, <clears throat> excuse me, AEW, what they do 
is they I think they lean too much into the YouTube content to where not everybody's watching that content. But so it's not like, good content though. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah, I feel like they can it's not good either. Better. But yeah. like they they lean too much into that to to give context to stuff that happens on their shows, but it leaves people confused. Like not everybody's watching it. Whereas WWE, yeah. I don't think they do it enough because you talked about the Bianca Belair and Zelina Vega thing, and they did not mention that on Monday night, and that kind of yeah, just that rubbed me the wrong way. I was yeah, like, because that is gold, bro. Because honestly, amazing. We we are in the internet age. You know what I mean? Like the reason why I feel like AEW doesn't use it enough because I'm like, bro, y'all could be doing a lot of stuff to to actually better like have this better throughout the week on your on your YouTube. Uh, but like what WWE did with that Selena Vega and all that, like that was that's priceless, bro. And yeah. to not capitalize on that is like ridiculous, especially me. when you think about how the internet age just kind of broke the mold, uh, the veil down for kayfabe and everything. You want to continue yeah. to try to blur the lines, that's, yeah, that's how you do it. That was perfect, that was perfect, too. yeah. But uh, with, with that, with that tournament though, like I think if they would have just put some of these ladies on TV more, gave them some matches, introduced some, like, ransom vignettes or something. Like, it was a lot of people yeah. I didn't know who the hell these these women were on this tournament. Like, I never heard of them before. Like, it was, it was a lot of women from, like, Shimmer and uh and some other independent promotions out there. I just didn't know who any other and, people were besides the ones that I already knew of, like Big Swole and Nyla Rose and Brandy and stuff. In my honest-to-God opinion, is I feel like they should really bring other people in to help out with certain stuff. Like, yeah. love Kenny Omega, you know what I mean? I feel like he's a, a tremendous wrestler. But there's no need for you to control the women's division when you're still trying to build a brand and you're a top wrestler. Like, you need to be focused on wrestling 24-7, same as the Bucks. Y'all need y'all can help out. Y'all can have your input. But we need some, you know, as much as y'all don't want writers, but, you know, get some writers, somebody to, to throw some ideas where their only focus is the women. How can we do it better? Only focus is... We don't got to have, like, like, Hollywood writers like WWE. No. There's just some people besides, oh, like, yeah. Tony Khan booking the whole shows. We got to have some more cohesion. I don't think there's yeah. a whole lot of cohesion, especially with the women's uh, division. And I'm going to I'm gonna rant on that a little bit more, but uh, we still in our intro right now. We haven't really got <laughs> into the show. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, yeah. Uh, actually, I, it was two things I want to watch, and I had some interesting takes on it. But we gonna like I'm gonna gloss over it real quick. Uh, I went back and I watched that whole rivalry with Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa like way back in the beginning when it started. And the Cruiserweight Challenge or the Cruiserweight Classic? No, nah, I didn't go that far back. Like right when DIY ended. Okay. And okay. Turned okay. On. Yeah. Take over Real Chicago. Talk. Real talk. If they ever go to the main roster, they got to be the guys that they built the entire company around. Because they just, the level of trust these guys got between each other, that they just, it makes such good storytelling for everything that they do. Like, you don't Bro. know anybody that could put on that many matches consecutively at big events that keeps on producing bangers. Like, that's crazy. Talk Real life best friends have the best matches, man. Triple H and Shawn Michaels. I, I, I said that they they the modern day Triple H and Shawn. And plus, and plus, they which is crazy because they. they when it's your friend, you're not selfish. You know what I'm saying? Like you're not yeah. selfish. You just want the best match. You don't right. care really who goes over or who's who's winning. And it's I think the best like, match. Well, well, as another uh, you know aspect to that is that 
yeah, they're they're close, so they trust each other more. So it's like, yeah, hit me as hard as fuck just to make it look realistic. I trust you to keep me safe. Like that that trust is is one hundred percent necessary uh, for chemistry, man. So yeah. the best matches is the ones that people trust each other the most in. Those spots, man. I understand why why Trump needed. I don't surgery. like some of them spots though, but yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. I, I can see why he needed neck surgery because my God, they was putting each other through it. But the man, other thing, the, too, the second match they had, bro, better than the first, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. Now the other thing I watched too, Money in the Bank 2011 as a whole is a highly underrated show. It's, I've always said we that. only talk. We only ever talk about yeah, CM Punk versus John always, Cena. TC's always said that. That yeah, that that whole show was highly underrated. Like it just it was just capped off by the the biggest you know match of the year, but so that's an you, underrated show. You're the only person besides me that I know that watched Simon uh, on ups and downs. So he been doing a retro ups and downs the past couple weeks. Yeah, and uh, I seen the poll for this week. Looks like it's gonna be it's Money right. in the Bank 2011. Yes, sir. Is running so, away with it. Yeah, which is people just want to see it for that main event, which is which is funny talking to about me. from from what culture? Yeah, yeah. Simon from what yeah. culture? Yeah, which which I is crazy it. to me because he also had WrestleMania X Seven on that pole too, Yo. which is arguably people consider the best WrestleMania of all time, and that was getting blown out. People want to see him talk about CM Punk so badly. For CM Punk still equals ratings, fellas. Yes. Hey, man. Hey, let's get into this show today, man. Uh, first off, you know, we want to extend our condolences to the friends and family of James Harris, uh, known to wrestling fans as Kamala. He passed away this weekend at the age of 70. Uh, Harris wrestled for several promotions over the span of three decades, more notably uh, the WWF, uh, the USWA, Mid-South Wrestling, and WCW. Uh, also had an appearance in TNA in 2008. Uh, as well as some appearances on the independent circuit, including a match with Daniel Bryan for the Ring of Honor World Championship in 06. I watched that match. It was a, it was all right. It was decent. Daniel Bryan was the heel in the match. It was cool. That's random. Is Kamala won by disqualification. <laughs> Kamala won by disqualification. Yeah. Uh, disqualification or was a no contest. It was either one. And then, uh, I forget what happened after the match. Like somebody came out and challenged Daniel Bryan for his championship. It was Bryan Danielson, real name back then. I still call him that sometimes. Yeah, man. So RP to Kamala. Uh the only Kamala Harris that we acknowledge here on the Young Kings Wrestling <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> Oh, God. oh Lord! Let's, let's let's not go there, please. Let's move on. No, we're let's not. We're on. not going to get into that. <laughs> this, this is not what this is about. But let's, let's move I on. Thought it was a bar, so I wanted to say it so bad. <laughs> let, let, let us move on expeditiously. Let's move on, man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Indubitably, <laughs> uh, we are just about a week away from our thirty-third SummerSlam and our first ever Corona Slam. Uh, oh, as God. always, uh, the big four <laughs> event is going to be preceded by a takeover. <laughs> our, uh, our, big, <laughs> our big four is going to be preceded by a takeover, NXT TakeOver 30. Uh, on this week's edition of NXT, uh, Keith Lee versus Karrion Cross is official at TakeOver for the NXT Championship. And Ooh, Fireballs back. Team. Fireballs are back for the first time in like 20 years. 
Yes. Are you hyped for this or not? I'm, I'm, I was hyped when they first started teasing it, but I'm officially hyped. I need to know how they did that with that that little last contract paper or whatever that, because that's small. But damn! First off, first damn. off, first off, the promo that Keith Lee cut beforehand. Hey, Keith, we Lee need to talk about now. that. Hashtag cousin yeah. Keith. Cousin yeah. Keith. <laughs> cousin Keith. <laughs> Keith Lee, like yo, Keith Lee brought all of his Keith cousin. Like he was like, nah, fuck all this. <laughs> like y'all oh, made a bitch or everything. Damn. Like. Yo, like, nah, like, y'all think because I'm because I'm Keith Lee out here, y'all forgot I'm a nigga. Like, I gotta remind well, you. I just, I just had one thing on that. It wasn't from this week, it was from last week with him and Cameron Grimes when he interrupted. Mm-hmm. I wish they would have brought this one thing back that I feel like it probably would have broke the internet. What? If we, when he, when he did the little choke slam, whatever he did, the slam, if you would have slammed him through the ring. Could you imagine that spot if you would have slammed him through, like like the whole Taz and Bam Bam Bigelow thing, just slanting, boom, going through the ring, just to end the show. They could do I, that in this match. Yeah, that's all I thought because it's like, bro, you done choke my partner out, but you keep you keep trying me. Like, let me show you, like I ain't no. Oh, but you know, hey, cut the check, Hunter, Vince. Hey, I, I need a I need a GIF of Cross like signing the contract. He just like signed the contract, just like. On some bullshit. It's just looking at Keith Lee the whole time. I want to see what it say. I want to see how he spelled it. Probably spelled it, it, spelled it diagonal and all that stuff. Hey, if you hating on Karrion Cross, man, you a lame in my book. Yeah, sir. There's people that don't like Karrion Cross for what reason? I don't know. Can you I can't like understand him? it. That match, that match he had with Danny Burch. First off, listen, Burch and Lorcan. They they could have went longer. I would have loved them if it went longer, but. Them two, him and Lorkin, they can't miss. And pairing him Lorkin? up with Cross like that, and that for for that what they put together in that short amount of time, yeah. Listen, do you do you think he will have his own faction? He should. Cross, he should. I feel like it's, down the it's line he he should. It. Yeah. After he wins the belt, if it's at Takeover, which I'm I'm guessing is going to be, but after he wins the belt, then. You think yeah, he's going to win the belt already? I don't think so. I mean, we're going to have predictions next week, but right now, I don't, I don't think that's the case. So they don't, they don't have to do it right now. I think the only way out of that is like a non-finish. But, I mean, if, they, if they, they're building it up this quick, I feel like it's almost signaling that. But I think uh, the way to. they've been building Karrion Cross, you would think he can't afford a loss, but, but the way – They've been portraying Keith Lee the past few weeks. My position has changed on that. And I think he can't afford to lose because Keith Lee is hell-bent on getting retribution. This is a different Keith Lee that we have not seen in NXT yet. Where, like like you said, man, he out here just cussing and he just, like, he really just is mad. So, like, I think that anger is it's not going to be – it's not going to be like Adam Cole – type of desperation where Adam Cole was just so desperate to not lose to Keith Lee that he just ended up fucking up in the end. Like Keith Lee, I think is going to play it smart and, uh, and carrying cross is not going to like that. And uh, down the line is going to look bad for my guy. But right now I don't, I don't think that's the case. So I just gave my prediction for the match uh, next week. <laughs> so I'll just, I'll just remind folks next week for sure. But yeah. Uh, also last week, uh, Adam Cole got into it with Pat McAfee on commentary, uh, which ended with the former pro bowler doing something. 
that I wish he had the opportunity to do a lot more of in the Super Bowl, even though he lost. And that's a uh, punting Adam Cole's head off his shoulders. Uh, this week, Adam Cole sent a message and uh, invited McAfee into the ring next week uh, so they could go face to face. Are y'all excited for this? I wasn't at first when I like when I first seen the, the little situation on the show when they when they first kicked off the angle. I thought I thought it was funny, but I was just like, man, they having a match. I don't want to see it. But then I saw the angle last week, and then I seen the Pat McAfee training videos. Look like he about to put his all into it. I think he might surprise us. Um, Y'all remember Stephen Amell at SummerSlam? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Stephen Amell at All In or All Out, whatever event that was. I think it might be the same situation. Um, with this is, I hate the the story of it, like. Adam Cole gets pissed off over short jokes. You know what I mean? It kind of reminds me of the whole Shorty G theme, which I still fucking hate. Can you please switch that? At least Adam Cole got more credibility. But this is the last thing he's doing in NXT. Like, after he lost to Keith, I feel like he should have just just go main roster. I want to see him have a face run, though. This is what it is. It's he a don't face run. He don't face run because when he gets up to that main roster, we don't. I don't want to see. I just want to see. I don't want to listen. I'm, I'm with you. I don't want to see Adam Cole or the undisputed era being baby faces off rip when they get to SmackDown or Raw wherever they go. But I want to see. Like I want to see what they can do as baby faces. I think they're interchangeable. I, I think like I, did, I just feel like he had the perfect send off with that. He like did after he that did. Magic Kid. Like that should have been the send off. True. Now it's like it's getting kind of gimmicky, which is kind of scaring me for the the main roster. Like they're gonna just talk about how short they is all the time. Like, I don't think that's the case because I, like, I hope even not. though even though they are short, which is yeah. I mean, yeah, they are short. But, but in like, wrestling, it doesn't matter at this point anymore. Like just I mean, wrestling in twenty twenty, it don't matter. But also, yeah. undisputed era, they've been getting caught short for the past. Like I mean, well, Adam Cole at least has been getting caught short. All of all of them, they all short. Yeah, but, yeah. Like as long as you, as long as you, you look at them. From... Two weeks ago, was it two weeks ago? They came out. <laughs> They're not short as forty two, Doug. Hey, <laughs> and I love his music. Right. I love his music. I seen the picture of like him with like great little girl. I seen it with the two little girls, and I was like, he they taller than him. <laughs> but uh, but like they, I mean, I, they not been looking weak though. Like they came out attacked Imperium. They had a fire match against Imperium. Like. And then this week they attacked the uh, Killian Dane and Drake Maverick. So like they they've been assertive, you know. Whereas like Chad Gable has PTSD. Chad Gable's been losing all the time. Whereas Undisputed Era still has looked like Undisputed Era, even though they didn't get. Yo, real quick, is it me or does he do like extra shredded now after last week? Chad Gable, he, he came like, back swole after like three weeks. That, that's what I'm saying. Like he was always like in decent shape, but like now nah, this week this dude was like cut the fuck up. I don't know what he was doing. He is the hidden hey. gem of the main roster. Yes. Hey, let he me just say something, man. Keep this shorty G bulls, bro. I'm going to hey. lose it. Hold on. If Chad Gable just happened to disappear for 30 days, we know what happened. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's hey, man. I uh, hope he disappeared for 30 days and come back with a new gimmick. Also. Please. Got to. We know that's not going to happen, though, but... Uh, elsewhere, I, I just hate when talent is wasted, bro. Like that's talent. It's been right to so fits. He should have nah, been. He should have been a new current angle. Nah, TC, TC, continue. I'm, 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 uh, let, let me continue, man. 
Uh, you about to say something, Reek? Yeah, I'll, I'll say, like, if, if this were anybody else but Adam Cole in this spot with this match, I don't think it would work. But nah, because it it's Adam work. Cole, because it's Adam Cole, because he knows, like, he, he knows what he's doing. And, like, and because, get, because it's, a, it's something that's been brewing for, like, two years now. Yeah. So, like, they might as well pay it off. Pat McAfee has been training for the past two years. Like, uh, apparently he's been training with Rip Rogers, who uh, who was uh, the head trainer at OVW when John Cena and Randy Orton and all those guys came through. So, I mean, I'm not saying Pat McAfee is going to be John Cena or Randy Orton or Brock Lesnar, but you're getting trained by the dude that trained those guys. He got potential to be somebody, and I think he's going to excite us all. Uh, elsewhere on the show – we got a preview of a uh, Brizan Swervo uh, versus Legado del Fantasma next week. Uh, listen, I still want the the cruiserweight title defended on a takeover. It's been coming up on a year since that title has been in NXT, and it has not been defended on. I think it's been four takeovers since then. I think so. Yeah, the uh, Survivor Series weekend, Rumble weekend, uh, Portland, and uh, in your house. So it's been four takeovers. The title has not been defended on none of them. I think this is a perfect time for that. Uh, but we're getting a six-man tag next week. And so let's get my guy Swerve versus Santos Escobar for the title at takeover. Uh, Bronson Reed won me over. Finally, it took a while. But which is, it's a rite of passage for pretty much any new person that comes to NXT. They have to win me over. I don't know what it is. I just don't connect <laughs> to certain people early on. It, just, it takes a while. He won me over uh, in the, you know, with a victory against Damian Priest. Very good match. And, uh, and Robert Stonebrand continues to shine. Uh, and it looks like Rhea Ripley found herself a partner uh, in Shotzi Blackheart against uh, Mercedes Martinez and Aaliyah. Uh, this a fire team or no? No. No. It's not a fire team? Shotzi and Rhea not a fire team? I love I love Shotzi. I love Super Saiyan Rhea individually. Uh, that, this, is not a, this is not a team. I'm sorry. Like they, I'm so sick of people who thrive as single stars getting paired up together. Stop I mean, I don't doing think it's, that shit. I don't think it's a long term thing, but I honestly would like to see it. That's my like they they can do one match, one tag team match, get it out the way, and then come take over. I want to see Super Saiyan Rhea and Mercedes. Mercedes. Yes, because she that needs to be on she, takeover. Honestly, I think she is the Vegeta to Rhea Ripley's Goku. All right, so this oh. this might sound a little blasphemous, uh, especially as a '90s baby, but I, I never could get into Dragon Ball Z. All right, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Cut it off. Cut the show. Cut the show. I, I was always, listen. I was always watching wrestling. I had I was too damn it. I was too damn but I'm I was only wrestling. I'm still. I had limit. I had limits. I had like a limit to my nerdiness. It's like I had one just like super geeky <laughs> ass thing to just go crazy over, and it, it just happened to be wrestling. Man, I couldn't get into Pokemon. I couldn't get into Dragon Ball Z. You see, I'm so happy you didn't say that because I'm I'm the same exact way, bro. Okay, you talking about Dragon Ball Z? I'll be so out the loop. I'll be like, I'll be like, damn! I wish I understood these references so bad. We have like, Goku. We have Stone Cold. We have Jim Hardy. Like, ain't nobody got I can, time. I can like, actually meet meet my 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 stars, ladies and gentlemen. Effective immediately. I'm resigning from the Young Kings podcast, <laughs> and I will be joining Smacking It Raw on Pornhub or Smacked Raw, whichever will have me at this point. I cannot continue this anymore. <laughs> hey, it's all good, man. Um, 
Listen, I, I I would get into it though, Reek. Like honestly, but it's like it's probably more episodes of Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z than there are episodes of Monday Night Raw, and I just can't do it. Nah, nah, it was one of those things. Like if you wasn't in on it, like during yeah. the time, you, you wasn't outside. You wasn't you outside. Gotta, you gotta go back and catch up. It's so long. Because me, long me my brother, we have that debate all the time where he's like, "Bro, you still watch wrestling?" I'm like, "Nigga, you still watch Dragon Ball Z?" Hey, I will give you this though. I watched you the first episode of Dragon Ball Super. When it came out, I watched that like the first like two episodes, and I wanted to get into it, and then I just stopped watching it, and then it just a couple months went past. So I was like, "Fam, I ain't about to watch all these episodes back." Honestly, like a lot of it. I mean, this, this is a lot of content in episodes, but it's like you could watch the movies and kind of get an idea for it. Pretty much. All I know is all I know from Dragon Ball Z is that Goku is a bad father. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> that's, that's all I know. know. Hey, let's get so, back to this. So y'all even now, Reed. <laughs> Dragon Ball Z for you and Scott Steiner for him. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, the Steiner math is unforgivable. <laughs> unforgivable. <laughs> hey, man. Uh, NXT tonight uh, in our main event. Uh, unfortunately, we got the return of Velveteen Dream uh, in the final triple threat uh, North American title match qualifier. Uh, Kushida, Cameron Grimes, Velveteen Dream. Cameron Grimes goes on. Uh, I really like what they're doing um, with this ladder match. A lot of guys that haven't really gotten spots uh, to shine on the show. Damian Priest, Brodus, I said Brodus Clay, Bronson Reed, uh, Cameron Grimes. Originally Dexter Loomis, uh, but apparently he's hurt and uh, has been removed from the ladder match. So uh, there's going to be two final chance matches next week to determine the final spots. Uh, Johnny Gargano versus Rich Holland. Uh, and uh, Finn Balor versus, like I said, unfortunately, Velveteen Dream. We need Finn and Johnny Gargano in that match, please. We need some veterans in there uh, to 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 make sure that match goes off without a hitch. Velveteen Dream, I heard that name in a minute. I would, yeah. yeah unfortunately, uh, he, he came back tonight. But I mean, I, I guess that means his whole R. Kelly situation is going. You know, it don't mean a damn thing. Let's honestly. not bring that back up. I'm just continuing. We, we, we know that's why he ain't been on TV. <laughs> I mean, we know that's why, but it don't really mean nothing. Like, we haven't had any formal updates as to what's going on. Maybe we might get some more information uh, over the next, you know, couple days. But it's, it's been radio silence, and then he just show back up on TV. So I'm not going to get my, you know, my optimism meter up too high in regards to that. But uh I, I, I would prefer not to see him on TV because I've seen the messages. I heard the messages, man. It's all real. Uh, but uh, regardless of that, man, who y'all think going to get these last two spots in a ladder match? I think it should be Johnny and Finn for, like I said, I think, you know, we, we have a ladder match that already features uh, Damian Priest, Bronson Reed, and Cameron Grimes. Uh, two of those guys who who don't really have much experience on – WWE content um, versus Johnny Gargano and Finn Balor, who do have a lot of experience on takeovers, on big matches on takeovers. So I, I think just for the purposes, it, it's kind of why I thought uh, the Women's Royal Rumble, the second one, kind of suffered in the early half of it because you didn't have somebody to really kind of lead and direct the action. I think, you know, multi-person matches, they need – couple veterans in there to do that. So I think it's kind of a no-brainer to have those two in there. But who y'all got? 
You said it. You said it. Ain't no need for me to say nothing else. You said it right there and there. Absolutely, man. So we can move on. Uh, yeah. On the other side of the Wednesday night neighborhood, I don't like to call it a war because it ain't really a war. Like, I watch both shows, fam. Like, I watch both shows hey, as they hey, air. The W on Wednesday stand for wrestling. Facts. Look, look, so look, it's, gotta, it's the Wednesday night neighborhood now, man. It's, JR, it's, it's JR said you gotta. JR said you gotta watch AEW. Our shit's better. <laughs> JR, I think listen, JR, Jim he, Ross ain't he, been he good in ten man. years though. He be tripping. He, <laughs> like he tripped. Like it's funny trip. Like he cracks me up, bro. Like it, this is the Jim Ross be drunk, bro. Like be, <laughs> no, like I'm not even joking. That bro, no, like, right, so listen. I'm no, I'm dead drinking. ass serious. I'm you see his straight ass face. I'm having, I'm not even joking. I'm, I'm serious. <laughs> like so, he be drinking. We, we was at Starcast. Uh, him and King had a panel. Ten a.m. Fam, it might have been like nine. Jr. came on the stage, whiskey in hand. Oh, <laughs> like man, Jr. be lit. That's that's why he be so horny on Twitter. Nah, I, I was about to say I knew he'd be on some different shit ever since I seen him promoting Sonny's OnlyFans that time yeah, that, on Twitter. That, that's like, why he be that's why he be so horny. I seen him; he was horny a couple couple weeks ago too. But hey, man, uh, tonight uh, or last week rather, AEW did one of its best rated shows uh, during this pandemic. They got like ninety thousand, nine hundred thousand, rather. I'm sorry, uh, and they sought to keep that momentum up tonight um, yeah, on Wednesday. On tag on a Wednesday. Uh, but NXT did like what? How much they do? Seven hundred something. It so between the both of them, they I think they, both they of them went up. Mail. Yeah, I think I think both of them went up from the previous week. But just AW, I think it's the closest they got to a mill in a while. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah. Shout, man, shout they, out to AW and NXT. Yeah, shout out to both of them, man. Um, but on tag team appreciation night, there was more advancement in the elite uh, FTR entanglement. Uh, when uh, FTR laid out the old ass Rock and Roll Express, or well, it was a uh, it was Ricky Morton. Hey, it's about time, bro. It's about time they do some hillish shit. It's about yeah. time to start. I'll, I'll, listen, listen, it's about so time. I was about to get into that. So they 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 oh, laid out the old ass Rock and Roll Express. Uh, after the Rock and Roll Express had just received some praise from the Young Bucks, I know y'all are happy. There, well, Rick don't look happy, Malik. I know Malik is happy that there's finally the- some traction to this now. They they done being friendly, and now it looks like we finally got the wheels no, turning on this one. I'm still kind of upset with this on how the way it end. It's like they the execution of certain stuff be good. It just when it, when it's time to end it, it is like wait, what are we doing? Like tonight when he dropped uh, old Ricky on his head. And they come running in the ring, but you're supposed to keep running to attack. You're not supposed to run and say, "Hey, what are you doing?" And then Paige come out, man. Like, come on, bro. That's what WWE does does well, which I think is something AEW can take notes from. Is that WWE? Which I think is why WWE kind of micromanages a lot of shit because like shit comes off a little cleaner when you could just be like, "Yo, yo, yo, make sure you're doing it this way." Whereas AEW, they a little loose and doesn't come off the execution of of certain spots don't really come off that well. Yeah, wrestlers think certain shit is good that we might not think. That's the one thing. Like, a lot of wrestlers have said certain takes and stuff I've heard in the past. I'm like, bro, we do not want to see that. 
And I think that's what it is, where it's like, bro, after he dipped him on his head and y'all come in, bro, y'all supposed to be diving onto the outside. A brawl is supposed to erupt. The locker room is supposed to flood, break y'all up. Like, let's get something going. Like, y'all just let them go out the ring. It's just like, yo, oh, damn. Y'all out the ring now. We can't get to y'all. Like, what are you doing? Why did you stop? It was hey man and Kitty Omega still the tag team champion. I don't get it, bro. They should have lost a private party like last Rick, month. Rick, they cannot Rick, have man, what you gotta say. What you gotta FTR say. match without the tag team titles being involved. They can't. They can't. They gotta figure something out on that listen, aspect. Listen, this is not the '80s. I don't care about the Rock and Roll Express anymore. I never did. If yeah. and there's that, but listen. I was always it's, a rockers guy back in the day. It's Shawn Michaels is the goat. They, there you go. Uh, but but he got a killer on his team. But anyway, uh, <laughs> hey, hey, yo, 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 hey. So hey, so did the first ever Raw Tag Team Champions? Go look it up. Anyway, let's move on. <laughs> um, as I was saying, <laughs> going to move forward here. Anyway, bar of the week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, moving on. <laughs> yeah. Wake up in the uh, morning, I got murder on my mind. <laughs> oh, Sean on this line, what he could have been. Anywho, I'm just gonna. <laughs> I'm saying I'm, I'm just I'm impatient with the whole FDR thing. So y'all y'all hitting the the Rock and Roll Express. That's great. I don't care. I don't care because all you're doing is teasing, and I'm not in the mood to be teased. I'm really not. Hey, all I mean, out on September 5th, man. There, there you go. So I, I want to see something go they, down. They need to lose these titles before then, bro. Like, uh, split they should them lose up. them next week. Split bro, the up. elite need to be done and over with. Just like, Honestly, uh, I'm going to be real with you, man. I think the elite was going to break up and then before. Corona hit. Yeah. I thought they were, I, I honestly, like, because I, I think I've said this before, uh, AEW likes to take a lot of aspects from uh, World Championship Wrestling. And if you remember Fall Brawl 1997, mm-hmm. you can go watch it on the famed WWE Network for only $9.99. Uh, at Fall Brawl. Uh, this man not just plug Network on this show. I did. I did. <laughs> he did not get the check cut yet. <laughs> hey, we, hey, we, hey, we've been doing this for free since the beginning, man. Go, go, go yeah, we have been doing this <laughs> Hey, but uh, at Fall Stay, Brawl, it was uh, the network. Facts. Uh, it was an NWO versus the Four Horsemen, and uh, and Mister Mister Kurt Hennig turned on the Horsemen during that match and joined the NWO. And so that's really the the direction I thought they were going to go with Hangman Page back then. And then Corona happened, so I don't think right, they've been right. able to do it. It just like just like Scorpio Sky. I love SEU, but get him out of there. He's a single. I think he's out like, now. I think he's out yeah, now. He can, he had new music and everything. Yeah, you know let's talk about that too. Uh, in a second, but uh, also on the show, man, we got another really good promo from MGF. Uh, it, it wasn't as good as the one as two weeks ago, but this is really so. John Moxley's been in AW for over a year, and this is a like first feud I've been interested in from him. Like, what are y'all thoughts on this? I feel that, yeah. I mean, I was interested in him and Kenny for a while, but like it kind of like went overboard after a minute. But yes, MJF, bro. Yes, I honestly, I'm ready. I want them to put the title. He is a, a star, bro. He's the future star. He's AEW homemade. You know what I mean? Even though he was other place, but he's, you know, original AEW homemade guy. 
put the title on him and let him run amok. You know what I mean? John, John, he doesn't need it. You know what I'm saying? He's already established in his business. You know, he's always put on Jericho, but he doesn't need it either. He's already established. He's been established. You know what I'm saying? Give it to MJF, man. And, let, and let's let's get some other feuds in here, bro. Like, you know, like I said, like I've been caping for Kip Sabian. Like I've been caping for Sammy Guevara. These guys. Let, let, don't, we don't, we some, don't cape for Sammy Guevara no more. Uh, Darby Allen. Okay. Yeah. Darby Allen. That, that's who I really want to see that MJF Darby Allen thing. Uh, and one thing I wasn't on that episode, but when Darby Allen did them spikes in Odu's back, that was crazy. I, I was like, it was cringy, but I was like, oh shit. But yeah, put, put, put the title MJF, please. So yeah, no, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. So watching a lot of AEW, I didn't see this one tonight, but. From what I've seen out of this rivalry, honestly, I'm I'm 100% with Malik. Like, I need I need this title to move because this is what I've been saying about Moxley since he came over to AEW. I don't believe in him. I don't. Like, I, I believe everything that AMGF is because it's natural and it's real. And every time he speaks, you see it. And it's, it, from, when, from the time he started to now, the, the development that he's had has just been leaps and bounds. And it's like Moxley, it's like, it's it, there's no, only been so much of a difference from when he left WWE to now. I don't believe in it. Like I don't get invested in it. Yeah. Puts up more middle fingers and he cusses more. You know, that's it. Promo. That's honestly it. Which is kind of crazy to me because all right. So uh, on promo madness, we did the promo madness last week, and uh, and one of our finalists was the Miz's talking smack promo. Uh, so I went and watched back that episode of SmackDown before that just to kind of you know, give more context to that episode. And uh, that was that was the time when Dean Ambrose was a WWE champion during that promo. And uh, I'm just watching it. And uh, it's a, the main event is Dolph Ziggler versus AJ Styles, number one contenders match. I think it was before SummerSlam, I want to say, uh, in 2016. And, uh, yeah, he, he wasn't hitting for me as champion back then. Like, Nope. At the time, and just just running that one episode back, he still yeah. wasn't hidden for me. He hasn't been really hidden for me as AEW champion either. I advise everybody to go watch that dude. Uh, what's his name? Plana, Plana Productions or something like that. He on YouTube, but like he always gives to me the most non-biased things about stuff. And he made a he made a video of what ruined you know uh, Dean Ambrose and like you know what's going on now. But uh, one one more thing, another history moment that I was there for uh, the night all three of the S.H.I.E.L.D. members were WWE champion. I just want to throw that out there. But anyway. Uh... <laughs> you, want know, you want to know what I was mad that I wasn't there for? What? The Festival of Friendship took place I, 10 I minutes there. from my apartment and I did I not there. go. I was, I, was, I was there. I was there. Yes, sir. I was very upset about that. I was just like, because that was actually like not too long after I moved here. So I wasn't, I was kind of too busy, like, getting Bro, that's like it was just yesterday that happened. Bro. Yeah, like, I, I was I was busy, like, you know, getting, you know, acclimated here and getting getting started with school and everything. I didn't know that Raw was going to be here until, like, three days before. I was like, damn, I would go, but it's just too, I ain't trying to, the nosebleeds in T-Mobile Arena is no joke, fam, and I wasn't trying to be up there. <laughs> <laughs> but I yeah. wish I was there. Uh, I found I found Plana Productions. I'm gonna check him out. Yeah, uh, and like like I said, man, th- there's this nice stuff like like Chris Jericho to me. Like Chris Jericho has once again reinvented himself. He has not been boring at all to me. 
in AEW compared to Mox, where it's like, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Let's get some hey, champions. Uh, yeah. Elsewhere on the show, man, uh, we're going we gonna to get back to Chris Jericho in a second. Um, <laughs> elsewhere. Oh, okay. I didn't, finish, uh, I didn't finish the show, so I don't know what he did. It got nothing to do with the show. Um, well, it got something to do with a show, but not the show. Uh, elsewhere on uh, this show, AEW Dynamite, uh, Cody retained. <laughs> Cody retained uh, the the newly completed uh, TNT Championship uh, against Scorpio Sky. Shout out to Mike Kyoto. Uh, he is now AEW. That which which low key annoyed me because I popped pop for that. I I, I didn't I because I didn't because I was just like he looked weird being somewhere else other than you know where he's been for the last thirty years. They I'm let just, him go. He had to go get a job somewhere. Right, man. It's this Corona though. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Cody uh, retained it against uh, Scorpio Sky. I didn't think that was the best decision. I think Stupid. you know. Scorpio Sky probably should have won. He came out, new music. He literally kicked the door down during his entrance. We got the the championship has uh, finally been completed. Uh, but instead, we are getting Cody versus Brody Lee next week on Dynamite. Do we care about this? No. I don't. I haven't cared about Brody Lee since he lost to, to John Moxley at Double or Nothing. I haven't cared about Lance Archer since he lost to uh to Cody at double or nothing. And uh Lance Archer beat up some dudes in a locker room. And then yeah. Jake Jake had uh everybody dies on his back. But yeah, I, I haven't cared about these guys. I don't care about this match. I didn't care when Cody and uh and Brody Lee fought each other on like an episode of SmackDown like five years ago. I've never really cared about Luke Harper. I actually I didn't see what everybody saw in him when he was the Intercontinental Champion. But I mean, him and Dijak had a fire match, though. I mean, it it, to me is just so much talent. Like, like I say, I'm always caping for Joey Janela. You got Jungle Boy. You got hell Luchasaurus, man. You got you got so many good Orange Cassidy. He could where the hell is Pac? Is he is he still out? I think he's still overseas. I think he's stuck Ray, overseas. Ray Phoenix, man. You Ray Phoenix Ray is on dark, bro. Exactly. That shit is so trash. I'm so I, I hate dark. Like I'm starting to hate it. Like I actually watched Dark for the first time ever yesterday. Uh yesterday's episode, just because Ray Phoenix is on there. The only reason I watched it because my YouTube auto-played it. Ricky Starks. Come on now. Yeah, Ricky Starks just got signed. So I mean, we, you know, we, we pushing these 40-year-olds out here. You know, we got a 50-year-old main event every week. And we that's got, like Brody Lee with WWE, and you're doing the same thing. Same thing. The same just, exact thing, bro. And it's just highlighted. Y'all just highlighted all the reasons why I don't watch this fucking show. <laughs> exactly why. Like, hey man, uh, Brian Cage. Like, I know he lost. He should have never been in that world title picture already in the first place. No, nah. he could have went at Cody at first and then just took the belt and just went. He could have carried around the FTW belt as a TNT title, and then you know before the TNT Jesus. title got completed. Cut the check, Tony. You know what I'm saying? But uh, elsewhere on the show in our main event, uh, Orange Cassidy got even with Chris Jericho. Uh, Mike Kyoto a little rusty because he got distracted big time, forgetting that the inner circle wasn't supposed to be ringside, forgetting that the best friends weren't supposed to be ringside. Jake Hager comes in. Uh, the, I think he did the pump handle or whatever the hell his move is. 
to Orange Cassidy. Cassidy kicked out. Uh, What's the name of his move? The pump handle slam. <laughs> they need to do. They need. They need a new day for that. You know the pump, pump handle, handle. The pump handle slam that he, <laughs> yeah. he was there when he won his first world title with it. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. They, he needed a new name. I never, Wasn't I never knew the name back then either. No, I was, I was never. there when he won when he beat Chris Jericho, and now he's a lackey for him. Ain't that right? Ain't that, ain't, how That's crazy. Change? That's crazy. Uh, but yeah, dude. Um, speaking of Chris Jericho, man, what, what's up with your boy Jericho throwing concerts for a shitty rock band during a pandemic? Better yet. Why are people risking their lives to see a Fozzy concert during a pandemic? You want to see a Fozzy concert? You want to die over a Fozzy concert? You imagine like you get to heaven and God just be like, what are you in for? You'd be like, oh, I went to a Fozzy concert and caught COVID. God gonna send you straight to hell. Why are you going to a Fozzy <laughs> concert to begin with, let alone during a pandemic? <laughs> I have no idea. I didn't even know that was going on. I had a feeling he was going to mention a that. Maskless, about a Jericho. maskless social distanced concert. Uh, you know, uh, hold on, hold on. A maskless social distance Fozzy concert. You, you know how that pandemic. one group is. You know how that. You know how that one group is. We ain't gonna mention because we don't. We don't talk about that side. On we don't talk about that stuff on this show. But you know how that one group is. Okay. You know they don't mess with the mask. You feel me? Now you're right. A Fozzy concert. Maybe. Would you risk your life to, to go see Fozzy? I wouldn't pay five dollars to go see Fozzy. Fozzy, who who's been a group since like the early '90s and just finally had a good song in 2016. And that song been out. Yeah, they've been forever. living that off of that song for the last four years. Yeah. Fozzy. 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 Chris Jericho skipped the, I don't know if he skipped it, but he was written off of an episode of Monday Night Raw in 2004, uh, February 23rd, 2004, to be exact. Go ahead. Earl Hebner is a referee in AEW now? Yeah. Yeah, he was, he was, he refed like the first AEW match, I think. I remember the first one. I didn't know he was no, like a Not the first, he refed the, he refed Cody and the Dustin at double or nothing. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know he was like like an official official. Right? Hold on, let me get back oh, to my yeah. rant real quick yeah, though. Yeah, keep ranting, keep ranting. Go ahead. <laughs> let me get back to this real quick and we can move on. So on the February twenty third, two thousand four episode of Monday Night Raw, go ahead and watch it on the WWE Network for only nine ninety nine, uh, or you can watch it on the free version. I don't think it's available anyway. Anyway, I don't know the full intricate details. I've been paying every month for the last six years. I don't know, but. On that episode, Chris Jericho is not there because Chris Jericho got his ass beat the week before. What was Chris Jericho doing in actuality and reality? Holding a Fozzie concert at the Ranch Bowl in Omaha, Nebraska. That's where he was at. I was at Raw and Chris Jericho was holding a Fozzie concert. <laughs> yeah. Fozzie's been around for a while. You just heard of Fozzie recently. They've been around though. since, what, 05? That, that was in 04, so they was around before then. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Because I remember when, like, when Fozzie first came out back in the day, and I was like, damn, Chris Jericho's doing never cared rock, rock star and, and wrestling yeah. at the same time. All right. So if you had a choice to listen 10 hours straight, Jeff Hardy. Okay. You already <laughs> do my question. Damn. <laughs> Let's move on. Like, I would never go against Jeff Hardy. What are you talking oh, about? Oh my goodness. <laughs> well, let, let, let me let me let me just say this real quick. 
I don't even listen to Jeff Hardy's music, but Jeff Hardy, right? Any Jeff really? Hardy over anybody. Any I don't day. even know how you knew the question I was about to ask, though. Because I, I feel the Jeff Hardy. <laughs> uh, let me just let me just say because because TC got hot over this topic. Uh, the man. <laughs> The man has a brand to maintain. Okay, I'm not saying that safety should be thrown out the window. But Fozzie, though, I... <laughs> name a Fozzie song that's not Judas. Listen, I gave you ten dollars right now. What, whatever song he did in the rap battle with John Cena back in 05, I don't remember what it was. <laughs> Boy, that song was right, two so... packs of ass. Yeah. Which, well, all right, so uh, that's all Chris, I know. Chris Jericho was the was the GM of Monday Night Raw uh in december 2004 and he had a fozzy concert and it had no reception from the crowd this is chris jericho we talking about here he was a baby face he was popular it's that fozzy concert got no reaction well that's because music heads don't know who he is to be real do any really rock music today get any reception from anybody this was 2004 yeah 2004 i'm just talking about rock music in general today but that's the thing, though. Like all of his fans are pretty much wrestling fans. <laughs> they don't know him from rock and roll. They don't know him wrestling, so they listen to his music because he's a wrestler. It's just basically like, oh, we get to see Chris Jericho. That's what they care about. Anyway, let's move on. We're talking about Fozzie way too much. Um, just a reminder: there is no Wednesday Night War next week. Instead, we get the Saturday Showdown. Uh, Dynamite goes up against NXT Takeover. Uh, that's if the NBA playoffs end in time. Um, but because of that, AEW pretty much announced their entire show next week. Ahead. Why Why did they just go on live on TBS? TNT and TBS are like the same thing. I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, probably probably in an attempt to counter program. How old people? It's like the <laughs> Bro, what? I don't know what that was. Oh, but. against against a takeover? Like you're putting a regular show against a takeover. Who at TNT just didn't think of the bright idea? TBS, literally nothing comes on TBS. Name a show that comes on TBS my, that's brand new besides what the last OG. Let me go ahead and see what's gonna be on TBS next ain't, Saturday. That's, that's not ain't new nothing anymore. on ain't nothing on TBS. Last you know OG I mean? been out for like two years. Hey, shout yeah, out to the last OG. They, they last season just I love that show, by the way. But uh yeah, like come on, bro. Come and see the Wednesday. Go Wednesday. Just put it on TBS. I can't see you that far ahead of time, so I don't know what's going to be airing on TBS. I got you. I got you. Nothing. Nothing. Family Guy and American Dad. Nothing. Exactly. Something that they air every single day. Uh, but uh, anyway, though, they announced uh, the entire show ahead of time because they're going up against TakeOver. Uh, so we got Cody versus Brody for the TNT title. Uh, FTR versus Private Party. That should be a decent match. Um, well, why they get the title? We're getting the yet. Title? We're getting yet another variation of the Elite versus the Dark Order. I'm tired of seeing that matchup. Uh, we're getting yet another unnecessary eight man tag team matchup with the the, the Jurassic Express uh, and the Nightmare Family, QT Marshall and Dustin Rhodes taking on the Lucha Brothers, the Botcher and the Bland. And also, we got the finals for the Women's Tag Team Cup. <laughs> All right, TC, let's move on. Please, uh, please, who had a better on. show this week, man? Look, man. Look, look, man. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't pin the shows against each other. I love Wednesday nights. You know, what I mean, if you ask me what what what's the best day of wrestling, 
you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday. Wednesday be any day, any any hands down. You with the two of the best shows. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm tired of talking about AEW, and I and I love Thank AEW, you. but they have pissed me off today. So I'm, let's move on. Let's I'm about to say, man. Let I'm, me I'm let me say, say my piece right quick though. Speak Go your ahead. piece. Let me say this, man. I've been watching NXT for ten years, uh, and NXT in its current format for the last six. Uh, I have more of an attachment to NXT than I do AEW, but I think AEW put on a better show tonight, honestly. Uh, NXT hyping up or uh, space. Goodness gracious. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> let me let me get into this because NXT hyping up a surprise return for a pedophile kind of didn't do any favors for me either. Uh, but the only issue that I really had with Dynamite tonight and and constantly over the last several weeks, and it's probably gonna be a problem going forward for the next few weeks, uh, is they don't they don't feature their women enough for me, man. Like. It's the strongest suit across all three of WWE's brands. I think Impact has a really strong women's division. Uh, but AEW is just weak. Like, habitually, it's weak, man. And and tonight, their women's champion got a total of three minutes. Three minutes of, of screen time. Three minutes, fam. So how did they say the show? That's unacceptable to me. Um, three minutes for your and champion. Honestly, they, they, no, honestly, hold on. They, let me get this to off me, they right got, They got decent oh. My, my bad. Let me get this <laughs> off right quick. Uh, your, your, your world champion gets three minutes. Um, prior to that, the only uh, appearance from any women on the show was Brandy and Allie coming out to accompany Cody to the ring for his match. Um, that's unacceptable, fam. Like, there was, there was only one mention of the tag team tournament that they're having on YouTube, and that was just a preview of next week's matches. Like, it was really nothing else said in that. No vignettes, no video packages at all. I think, honestly, they could have found some time on this show. You got semifinal matches. Semifinal matches, man. So how was it? Matches. How was it? Semifinal matches. Hold on. Let me, just, let me get into this. I'm let not me, understanding. I need hold on. Let me, <laughs> let me get into this. I'm, right, I'm, I'm complaining. I'm, I'm talking about the one thing I didn't like. Other than that, I enjoyed the show. Like, top to bottom. I thought, it, like... It actually kept my interest more than NXT did this week. That's that's where I'm going off of. But this is the one thing that irked me because they could have found some time to fit in a match to build this up. You could have took out the Lance Archer vignette and showed a vignette, like, hyping up your, your tag team tournament and just mentioning that, building that up. Because, like I said, we don't know, if, you know, if you're not a hardcore wrestling fan, which is, like, you shouldn't be just marketing the hardcore wrestling fans, people who follow independent wrestling they don't know that shit. They don't know a lot of these women are if you don't follow that. So maybe hype them yeah, up. Was a video a package would have went a long know. way. Yeah. yeah. Video package goes a long way. It it, it hyped me up to was it Scorpio Sky versus Chris Jericho uh some months back for the for the AEW title. All they did was show a video package for Scorpio Sky and that got people hyped for it. So you could have did the same thing, just kind of showcasing some of these women. You didn't have to give them, like, 10 minutes on the show. I mean, you could have. You could have given them more than three minutes. But let's have, you know, something like that. Like You could have definitely did that. And I think that's something we need to work better on. Tony Khan, Kenny Omega, get these women featured on the show a lot more. Because, fam, WWE, they taking shots at you. WWE had, like, five straight segments with women on Monday night. That was a shot. Shout out to the four horse women. Y'all suck that. 
Shout out to the two horse women that's still around holding it down. Shout out to Oscar, the fifth horse woman holding it down. Uh, and the crazy thing about AEW is they actually like looking at their roster right now. They actually got some talented ladies. Obviously, Brent Baker's hurt, but you know I like Big Swole. Uh, I really haven't hurt seen, too. Yeah, I really haven't seen uh uh Ali wrestle too much. I honestly go watch uh Ali wrestle. Ali wrestled. Uh, Ali Ali is Brandy's tag partner in the in the in the tag tournament, so she she's okay. okay. Like I gotta check that out. Yeah, um, but sign like some of these women that you got in this tournament too. Penelope Ford, you know Nyla Rose. Like here's my issue. Penelope get, Ford get, get something listen, around there. I didn't know Penelope Ford was that good. So Penelope Ford had a banger at Double or Nothing. I've always what has she done it. since? Exactly nothing. That's my issue. By Kip Sabian, which they haven't done nothing with him neither. You have gold right here, like this gold here. Take it, and you're just not doing nothing. I'm with tired it. of the excuses, man. They're taking the gold to the pawn shop. Like, like it's been, it's been, it's been past. Money. It's been it's been a year. It's been over a year and a half since they launched. It's been over a year since their first show. We're closing in on a year since their first television show. Like, they, when did when did the excuses stopped up? Like, because every time somebody criticizes, every time I see some criticism of AEW, and, and it's, it's valid criticism. It's not like, it's not like that WWE fan criticism. Like, I know y'all see the, like, solely WWE fans taking shots at AEW, which is as corny as AEW fans taking shots yeah. at WWE. It, it's like a war for no reason. whenever there's some valid AEW criticism, it's always, well, they've only been around for a year. So what? Like, at this point, we got to get some consistency, fam. Like, it don't really, like, I see, I witnessed, I literally witnessed a, uh, not AW, sorry, but WWE take their women's division five years ago on the main roster. All they had to do was bring in three women, and they turned that around so fast within like a month. AW can do the same. And it all started with that great show called NXT. AW can do the same. That's all I'm saying. I want to see better. Uh, in this area, in the in the area for the women, because on like I said on WWE, on Impact, the women kind of entertain me a lot more than the men in the ring. Like they're good, and AEW, yeah. a lot of women are good, and I think there's a lot of good women out there that that deserve uh, uh the spotlight, man. I think it's just too much of wrestlers trying to run a wrestling promotion and still wrestle at the same time. You know what I mean? That's one thing that I'm like, bro, why don't you just, like, you guys have all the power. So just hire somebody that you can still have your input. Think their hands might be a little bit full. It, exactly. You don't right. need to be there full time. Kenny Omega, they're, you don't need to be there full time. They're the EVPs. I see Cody doing that. They're, you know what I'm saying? Because no. like, he's balanced it out pretty well. Yeah. I, can feel, I see Cody do it, but, you know, the you know, And they the need to stay out fuck off of Twitter, too. Stop responding to people so much. Like, you put your exactly. foot in your mouth, Brandy, Cody, uh, the, the, the Young Bucks. I think they finally delete like, theirs but if you're gonna have somebody do like a lot of this stuff have guys like dustin you know hire a I mean? pr yeah. team shit yes <laughs> for real like i don't know bro focus on the rest man let's move on i'm sorry I, I had to i had to get that off because i'm tired i'm just tired of seeing I, it man like and the man don't. tried to kill my guy matt hardy too i'm, I'm kind of upset. that I, was a I, vicious chair hey shot. matt hardy blocked me on twitter blocked you on twitter yeah it had to it had to be your fault it had to move be his on. wife <laughs> what? What does wife do? 
it the last time I remember tweeting Matt Hardy, it was like I was, his his wife was doing her usual thing on Twitter, and I was like, bro, shut up. Yeah, it was your fault. It was his Let's wife. Move oh. Let's move on. <laughs> I, don't, uh, I I just personally ahead, to 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 see AEW as a better show this week or any other week. I, I already talked about. I listen, I don't I don't know if it was better show, but it, it kept me invested a lot more because I think. It's kind of what I was just talking about with NXT and uh, and Bronson Reed. It takes a while for a lot of these new, uh, you know, these new debuts, people they started, you know, cycling onto TV. It takes me a little while to to really get used to them and get invested in them. But but once I get invested in them, I'm, I'm on it. But I think over the last like few months, they they started introducing a lot more people who haven't gotten TV time in the past. And yeah. so because of that, like, they come on TV. I'm not really invested in them. I kind of tuned out a little bit. Now, I actually, I got a question for you. Um, What's up? But, but real quick, first off, did Orange Cassidy win? He won, yeah. Okay, okay. So that so that's one that's one positive I'll give the AEW for that. But um, well, she should have won. I, we don't have a rubber match at All Out. Yeah. I saw the new championship design. What, what What's the thoughts on that? Uh. Where it says Anytime TNT, go to a title, it, it 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 comes better. Where it says TNT, they just changed it from black to yellow, and it took them three months to do that. <laughs> I mean, <it's, laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't hate it, but I don't love it either. I mean, it's all right. I mean, it really don't look that much different to me. Like besides, to like me, the, the only the black really is good title they have is the world title. Only really good title they have is the AEW title. Yeah. Like the tag team titles, yeah. The tag team titles remind me of TNA. Uh, the, the tag titles the, are uh, title reminds me of freaking the eight, like the seventies, like this old school. And so then women's a lot titles of their, just way too small. So, way so the small. the tag team and the and the TNT titles are uh, like supposed to be like designed based on. Uh, some old NWA titles. So, like, the TNT title kind of – if you go, like, look at old pictures of the old NWA yeah. television championship, and oh. then the tag titles, I think, is uh, – I want to say is an NWA tag championship, <coughs> maybe WCW. But uh, I think that's, that's – hey, I love wrestling, but you got to divide yourself. You have to. We can't live in the past. Like, it's cool respecting yeah. these guys, bringing them in. I love when they brought in Bret Hart and all that stuff. But, bro, everything can't be – Eric Bischoff was on Dynamite last week. We didn't get to talk All about right, that. Yeah, we I, knew, I knew that was coming. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's move on though, man. Uh, yeah, yeah. We we run it a little longer than uh than I wanted to. Yeah, that AEW segment went way too long. I just had to rant real quick. But uh, <laughs> hey, man, I think uh, you know, as far as our WWE recaps go, I think we need to start titling these uh hashtag Bruce B Wild, uh, because because Bruce B Wild. Um, okay, hashtag Bruce B Wild. You know, Bruce B Wild. Uh, this past week on SmackDown, not much notable happened, at least uh, that's worth talking about, so we won't. Uh, but we got the uh, the promised debut of Retribution, uh, which at the moment is a group of henchmen in masks uh, with, with baseball bats and chainsaws and whatnot. Uh, they destroyed the ringside area, uh, attacked some uh, of the ringside NXT students. Um, but... All the potential it had to me was was ruined a little bit on Monday night with the way they followed it up. Uh, they they just threw like two cinder blocks through an office at the performance center and flipped the car over. Uh, I, I can't get invested in them too often when you got Seth Rollins and Buddy Murphy, uh, 
you know, gouging people's eyes out every week and, and you know, whooping on dudes with, with you know, whooping on 23-year-old rookies with Singapore Canes. And, um, you know, you got Randy Orton kicking old 75-year-old men in the head. What Retribution so is doing is so minimal compared to to that, man. But, but, but uh, I'm, but, I'm just going to need um, more violence from them, man. What y'all think about Retribution? Do, you, so do, they, do, they, do they have a leader? No, because I I know I heard, I heard a new take of them have because honestly, bro, I couldn't take them serious be just by like what they were doing the whole. They remind me of a bunch of like high school pranksters, bro. They they remind yeah, me. Yeah, like, like I didn't I didn't take it real serious. Niggas and off that of jackass. Threw me off, so I'm like I'm, I'm hoping they have somebody higher up. And Which like, is I think is the case. So I yeah, think that's I, I the case, so. honestly, because I honestly hope so too. Because you got a bunch of, I think it's just the henchmen. I think I think the people we see so far are just the henchmen of the group, and and uh, and there there is a higher power uh, that we just haven't been revealed to yet. Please uh, don't be Vince. It's me, Austin. <laughs> it was me all along, Austin. Oh yeah, because like even when when they were uh, when they went into on Friday, like towards the end, like, when they went out into the NXT thing, like, it was way more y'all than them. And they all, like, small. Like, why Why didn't y'all just have jump them? I don't, I don't so, know. Yeah, I, I honestly oh. think it's just a uh, – I'm, I'm going to get my piece off, and I know Reed got, got something you want to say about this. So, oh, I'm, yeah, I'm going to give, give him his time. I got, but let I me got. just state this real quick. I think uh, there is a, a higher power. I think there is a henchman uh, that we just don't know of just yet. But uh, I think uh, I'm sorry, not a, a lead henchman. But I think these are just the the little the little cronies, and I don't think they're gonna play an important part in the story down the line. But uh, but Reek, say what you gotta say. All right. So, a couple of things. First off, uh, the thing about Randy Orton kicking Ric Flair, uh, it, we all noticed the lights went out when he hit him. There might be a reason for that. I'm not gonna tell you what I read because it, it c- contains a potential spoiler for SummerSlam. So I'm not gonna. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna do that. I know y'all don't like doing spoilers the week of, so I'm just gonna leave it up. Okay. Y'all, y'all gotta watch SummerSlam, but <laughs> there might be a reason why the lights went out when he hit Rick. That's all I'm saying. Uh, first off, secondly, from what I've heard, the the guys that showed up on SmackDown aren't the actual group of Retribution. They was like five other dudes that they put in that spot. It's not the actual members that they're going to have when they reveal themselves. So this was just five other niggas posing as retribution. And when they reveal them, that's not the five that that's going to be there. Okay. Now, that being said, that being said. There was women I, there too, right? Oh, there's two chicks. There's three dudes and two chicks. So I think okay. I found out who they are. I think I figured it out. I spent like a good two hours going through videos, looking at stats, everything like that. So right off the bat, we know Dijak got to be in the group. Uh, and I'm saying Champa too, but I got a method to that, a theory to that. Ooh, that's a tough group. I got a theory to that. So Karrion Cross been on NXT a little over a month now. He's had five matches. Out of those five, he's beat Dijak. Written him off TV. He beat Champa at TakeOver. Wrote him off TV. The first match he had was with a cat named Leon Ruff. That's a long, short, 
light-skinned black brother who I just so happened to see on Raw. Just throw that out there. So he's my third pick. He's the third guy. The two women, I, I tell you, I spent a lot of time on this. I was kind of back and forth. I thought one was Vanessa Bourne at one point, but I'm off that. And this is, I'm speaking with my, I'm picking with my heart on this one. The two chicks I firmly believe are Marina Shafir and Jessamine Duke. That's retribution. Colin, I'm submitting my picks right there. Will you see any like taller women? Because Jessamine Duke's like 5'11". Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. But see, we got to, that, that's why I said the thing before. It's like the five that they chose aren't the ones that showed up last week on SmackDown. So they keep mixing it up. It's hard to sell like, okay, who is who in this group right now? You know what I'm saying? Because the chick came in, that uh, whoever was the girl beat well, up some remember, chick in the stands. Yeah, you you, you remember the, uh, what, you know, I mentioned they threw the, the cinder block through the performance center window. But like mm-hmm. the dude speaking kind of sounded like Dijak a little yeah. bit. Yeah, he's definitely and that's the other thing too, right? Cross beat these guys, Champa, Dijak. Both of them got their Twitters blacked out completely. Mm. Like Champa has a picture, but no post. Dijak don't even have a picture. And he's been cryptic about everything so far. So I think those two are locks right now. But the, the rest of them, I, I think I'm telling you, that third dude, I think is Leon Ruff. Especially after I basically seen him <laughs> on the last on the last two shows, I'm like, yo, he's a short dude. He typed like he got dude. signed. He got signed officially. He, he did exactly, and he has not been on TV since Cross beat him. And this was last month, not on not on two o five, not on main event, nothing. So I'm like, I think that the three dudes I know most definitely, I could say, I'm saying Champa, Dijak, and Leon Ruff, the two chicks. It's open, but I'm saying Marina Shafir and Justin Duke because why not? Hey, go go look up Vanessa Bourne's Wikipedia. I don't know if it's the same as it was a couple days ago, but it listed her on the SmackDown roster. What? Well, she ain't been on NXT in like seven months, though. Well, and that's another reason why I thought she might have been one, but I'm like, mm, I don't know. That that ain't that don't fit. For some reason that just don't fit because she was with wasn't she like paired with Aaliyah or something like that? Yeah, yeah, I don't nah, nah. I don't know, I don't know what they got her what? up to, man. What's the see? hair? Like, you seen the hair, her hair do kind of look like it, so you never know. And she wouldn't yeah. be able to hide that, she wouldn't be able to hide all that with a, with a ski mask, so like, this would have been blown up or something. Hell no, she got a lot of hair, bro. Yeah, hey man, also this past week on Raw, we, we mentioned it briefly. Uh, Dominic Mysterio Guerrero is now an official member of the WWE roster. Uh, he got initiated. He got, got jumped in. <laughs> he got initiated pretty well with that kendo stick, man. He got jumped into the game for for a good hey, like man. ten minutes. Salute to the champ, Dominic, man. And 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 Dominic ain't no new superstar neither. I don't care what they no. say. Dominic no. been on a roster for the past over, fifteen over, years. I don't care. Exactly care. over ten plus. <laughs> What are you talking? He's a vet at this point. He's a vet. He's a vet for real. He, <laughs> he know how the business work. Like he, he, he got he had the flawless six one nine on Brock Lesnar, and he had the flawless six one nine. I think it was on was it on Buddy or Seth last? Week? I think it was on Seth. So like, last like week. his his first feud is with Seth Rollins coming that's in. That's fire. No NXT, no nothing, bro. That's, that's fire. That's, that's greatness right there, bro. That that's <laughs> you know what I'm saying. I can't wait to see Dom uh in that match, man. Dom and uh Seth Rollins is official. Because yeah. he's been training tough. And I'm talking he's about been training for like three years. 
years before this. Yeah, exactly. He's been training. Like, tough, like I so. told y'all, man, he trained with Lance Storm. That's 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 all to me that I need to say is he trained with that, bro. And your dad and, is Rey Mysterio, and your other dad is Eddie Guerrero. <laughs> that and <laughs> listen, at twenty three, I it blows my mind. This man cuts better promos than his father. One of them. Eddie Guerrero wasn't that bad promo though, bro. Yeah, I was, I was, that's why I said one of them. Eddie, <laughs> Eddie could Eddie could kill, but Ray, uh, nah, nah. I'm your puppy. Uh, he's he's raising that business, so I'm excited for Dominic. Man. Facts, man. Hopefully, uh, you know, hopefully he's more uh, Randy Orton. Hopefully he's more Charlotte Flair than David Flair. Hopefully, facts. Shout out to David Flair. He, David Flair. David Flair was cold like the last two years at WCW. I ain't gonna lie. I liked him. I liked him last. And then he got his ass beat by the Undertaker on SmackDown, leading up to WrestleMania 18. Streets remember. Uh, also on Raw, man, Bianca Belair, Zelina Vega. They had a very, very good showcase. I want to see Zelina Vega uh, in the ring more often. Uh, I got blocked by her on Twitter as well which I think is a rite of passage for anybody. Hold on. If you know Zelina Vega, it's, it's a rite of passage to get blocked by her on Twitter. All you really got to do is just tweet her name out and you probably get blocked. All I did was just compliment her and Bianca Belair. And then I also complimented Zelina uh, for uh, helping out Melina uh, with some uh, funeral expenses for her dad. And I ended up getting blocked. So apparently you can't praise people nor talk bad about them at all, even if you didn't directly send them a message. But uh, anyway, the black don't be playing. Which, which is honestly how I think I'm blocked by Naomi because it's a similar thing. Never said anything bad about her. Never was like weird or harassing or anything. And I got blocked by Naomi. And I think Jimmy Uso was on her phone and just seen me like send a hard eye, you know, emoji at her. It was like, yo fam, that's my wife. Like, even though it's a hard eye emoji, I still don't play that shit. You out of here. So uh, Jimmy Uso scared of your boy. That's all I'm hey, saying. Hey, 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 chill out. You see, you, we we ran into his family before. Dude, hey, we did. We ran into his pops and his uncle. <laughs> That's a big dude. Sorry. You don't want none of that. Hey, no, yeah, which is crazy. Which is crazy. I was so tweaked out when we met the Tonga kid. I thought it was Umaga the whole time. I'm like, nigga, you've been dead for ten years. What are you doing here? <laughs> I was shook. Uh, hey, yeah. How are you here? Oh, man. Hey, man. But uh, also, overall, we got we got the return of Mickey James. That's a good one. I kind of would have liked to see her on SmackDown because they need some more women over there, but it's cool. Um, also, we got another classic from Bailey and Oscar. They don't have bad matches, man. And uh, this is probably uh, the TV match of the year right here. Like, you know, I think we have some really good matches on pay-per-view, but as far as television, and I would put it – I would put it across the board for every uh, every promotion, AEW and TNA Impact. I think these two women had the best match of the year this past Monday night. Uh, and Asuka tapped out Bayley clean. And uh, she earned a rematch against uh, the Raw Women's Champion, Sasha Banks, at SummerSlam. Uh, and it might be a week of bad luck for Bailey because it's Friday uh, on SmackDown. We're getting a triple brand battle royal in the middle of a pandemic, though. Uh, but it's a triple <laughs> man, Battle Royal, nonetheless, uh, to determine Bailey's opponent at SummerSlam. Who should Bailey face, man? I already know who I'm gonna say. I want to hear what y'all got to say. Who should Bailey face at SummerSlam and put her title on the line against? 
Who's in that battle royal? Triple branded battle royal. So so it's just free. Anybody. Yeah. So anybody you can think of from any of the three brands. Let me just say my piece. EO Shirax. Io Shirai is already champion, so I don't think she available. Tegan Knox, double champ. What's wrong with that? Tegan Knox, I ain't mad at that either. I like Tegan Knox. She I think Tegan Knox makes the most sense if if you're not going with Naomi. Naomi or Tegan Knox, those, those are my choices. Uh, see, I'm I'm stuck because I think whoever wins the battle royal, I think they should beat Bailey at SummerSlam. Just plant the seeds now for. The, you know, the, the pending breakup, which we've been waiting too damn long for. But I I, just, I, I think they should, you know, whoever it is. But I, I don't I don't know what, what they really had to choose from. Because, you know, mo- most of these most of these chicks is like in other feuds and stuff like that. So now we go, we, we're going to actually see Carmella and Dana Brooke and whoever else hasn't been on TV, probably. And that that that's that's what I'm I'm not feeling because it's gonna be you know somebody who we haven't seen on TV in a long time win the battle royal. Lacey Evans. A, oh, no, don't even do that, bro. Because I I can't I can't do I can't. Yes, yes. Look at these. Let me let, let me let me let me say this real quick. Let me say this real quick because I I, I heard a lot. <laughs> no. Nah. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say this. I heard at some point over the last week, I think what was it last week or two weeks ago, where her and Naomi had the match and that that spot got missed. And he was talking about, oh, well, maybe you know Naomi, you know, messed it up or something like that. Or listen, Lacey's not good. I'm that sorry. Spot Naomi didn't mess really anything up. It's just a move she tried to do that she, I mean, obviously hasn't worked on because there haven't been any house shows for her to pull that off in the middle of a live match. And she just mm-hmm. did it on TV. It didn't come all right. People botch. Men botch all the time. But we of just, course. women women botch. Botch and blade. Yeah, women women botch, though, and it's just the end of the world. Botch yeah. blade. Yeah, I, honestly, I, lately she has never been good to me. I I, I like the persona she had as a heel. That's it. After after that that mess that she had with Becky last year, I, I'm done. That the was all. With Becky and the stuff with Bailey uh, at the end of last year, beginning of this year, was just not good, bro. Like he, he, one person I want to see in this battle royal, though. Mm-hmm. I know one person, uh, Casey Cazzaro. Yes, she is so talented to me, but her last name is hard to. I know, I know. When she goes to the main roster, she's just gonna be Casey. But uh, you know what? I, I really I want to see her in this because she, she is pick. very talented. Listen, when Casey Catanzaro goes to the main roster, she's gonna go to the main roster with Caden Carter, and they're gonna be a tag team, and they're just gonna be Casey and Caden. Well, real quick, that's they're my not point. even gonna have last names. Casey and Caden. No, hell no. <laughs> but that, that that's that's my pick though, Caden Carter. I'm going with Caden. Oh. Really? Okay. Oh, that's yeah. that's a reach. That, listen, <laughs> that's 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 a that's a stretch. That's a muscle that's, pool. I don't I don't care. I'll take it because it's almost a shoulder out of place. She almost, does not. She does not get enough attention at all. I like it Kate pisses Carter. me off. Yeah, and she is talented too. I'm a, yes. I'm, a I'm a big Caden Carter fan, but I ain't gonna lie to you. That's that's almost as big of a of a reach as like not including Spider Math in a in a promo bracket. Oh, okay. uh, Hey, let's move on though, man. Oh, yes, man. we should. 
Uh, also on <laughs> Raw, we got uh, we got Shayna Baszler in the Raw Underground. That was dope. Shayna Did B. y'all see what Ken Shamrock had to say about the Raw Underground? Yes. Oh my That's God. Never again. So, uh, if, if people that didn't see what Ken Shamrock said on Twitter, uh, Ken Shamrock, uh, this was all right. Let me see what, what my dates line up. This was actually like soon as Raw started on Monday. Like, I don't think he really gave it a shot. Um, hey, at WWE and at Shane McMahon, next time you guys want to do some work shoots on Raw Underground and actually make them look good, you got my number. Give me a call. And uh, a few hours later, not a few hours later, but like an hour later, uh, Ken Shamrock uh, clarified a little bit. He said, I said, if you want to make it look real, which I know how to do, I never said participate. Uh, would would y'all want to see Ken Shamrock get a little bit involved with the Raw Underground, though? I know he signed the Impact still, but that nigga can still go a little bit. What what could he if he could bring something to make it you know different a little bit like like he was right like some stuff I would rather see like you know like some Sami Zayn versus Kevin Owen type punches when you like once we start really getting people in and to actually compete like you know we don't know who's gonna win like like some real like brawlish type stuff you know but that's pretty much it you know if Kim Shenrock comes in cool that'd be a cool vignette you know what I'm saying when you know one off he comes in and he's screaming and stuff so. Besides that, I mean, unless he's coming to so, yeah, and that's her bag. That's her bag. You know, Ronda, I want to see Matt. I want to see Matt Riddle. I really want to see Brock Lesnar. Like, I really think that's a great idea to me on SummerSlam. Have the Raw Underground and just have Brock like trip out because he hasn't been involved in SummerSlam and just having the entire show just suplexing dudes, slamming them, putting them in. Have him run the gauntlet through the whole thing. Just have him like, check back in like nigga yeah. Brock still beating niggas ass and it's been like two yeah. hours since the show. Like, even have a match going on and, like, a little play button, and you just see, oh, in the back, Brock Lesnar is just beating up people still. So, That'd be yeah. dope. Hey, man, hey, man cut the check, Vince. Cut the check, Vince. Proud of you taking our ideas. And Bleacher Report. Hold on, hold on. Bleacher Report. I've seen what y'all did. WCO Fox, we see you, fam. We That's see cold. Bro, y'all trying to t- y'all y'all still in content for motherfuckers right in front of our eyes. That's not cool. That's why I don't like Bleacher posting my jokes. Report, that's not the first that's time. why I, I hit up um, on Twitter. That's why my jokes be like my jokes be inappropriate for y'all to steal. That's why that's why I post inappropriate jokes. That's I why I said it too. Like the word nigga in it and shit. Y'all can't after, steal. After SmackDown, <laughs> when he put the get when he put the gift from uh, Unforgivable, I was like, yeah, y'all can't steal this shit. When he was like, "Who are these niggas?" <laughs> like, yeah, I can't steal this. Because, because TC, remember when we when we when quarantine, all this stuff first started, we started doing uh, redrafts. Yeah, on, on, on the on our other sports podcast. The next thing you know, Bleacher Report started doing that. Bleacher Report is very, uh, very, very criminal and notorious uh, for stealing content. They've been doing it for for years. I've, I've been observing it for years. Uh, I should just block Bleacher Report. I actually unfollowed Bleacher Report. Uh, a few days ago because they posted something that was just like, bro, this is so obviously like a 19-year-old white dude that posted this trying to use like <laughs> black slang and shit. I was just like, bro, this is whack. Yeah, but I just want, I just want to let them know we, we see you. We, we see you, we see you fam. Uh, and in our main event on Monday Night Raw, Randy Orton took care of Kevin Owens. Uh, and then after that, he and Ric Flair dropped what might be their best promos ever. I don't know. It might be a little recency bias with that one, but uh, I, I don't Between think the two I, of them? Yeah. I mean, I mean, 
individually, probably both of them. Uh, just it was like I don't think I've ever really been just like drawn in to a Ric Flair promo before. I kind of like I felt sad about it because he was really coming from the heart. Like I almost died, fam. So now I'm just living life and enjoying it. Like I I, I was on death's door um, twice in like a year span, and he just he just he, he going along for he just want to have fun again. Like this is all he's known for his his whole life is wrestling. He just wants to have fun again and is with somebody who uh, some of the best times of the latter part of his life, the latter part of his career, the literally the last five years of his career those times that time was spent with Randy Orton in evolution. So he, he just wants to kind of get that feeling back as much as he can. And he, he, you know, Randy Orton say basically like Ric Flair, his ego is being detrimental to the goal that he has and his goal of becoming WWE champion for a 14th time. But Ric Flair's like, no, nah, fam, I'm just chilling. Like, it ain't like that. And Randy Orton wasn't trying to hear it. Kick that man's head off his shoulders. What's y'all take on that? Do we do we have to have one like Randy is the goat man? Randy is might the... be. <sighs> hey, hey, John, hey, John, y'all notice John Cena caught a straight bullet unnecessarily during that promo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was like, hey, I'll, hey, fuck John Cena. I don't want him to break my record. I want you to do it. <laughs> <laughs> like John only need one. Randy got like. Randy need three. <laughs> and, and, and John could come back and get his one anytime he get ready. Right. Like, John, I think John is doing out of respect out of him. But bro, go ahead and get that one until we can just celebrate. Hey, I need I need a when, – when Randy Orton get his 16th, I need them to vacate the belt and have John Cena and Randy Orton go head-to-head with Ric Flair as a guest referee. Whoever wins gets number 17. And let them go at it legit. Whoever just can't kick out, let that be it. I've been waiting for Randy to kick Rick's head off his shoulders for the last like two months too. So I'm glad it finally happened. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna say even this. though the lights flickered. Like how how do how do anybody ever trust Randy Orton? Like he done kicked everybody head that's ever like supported. Like, <laughs> like he hates supporters. When the hold on, when the lights flickered though, what do y- y'all think that it might be a facade. <laughs> Again, I'm not gonna tell you what I read, but the lights. Hey, Reed got sources out here, man. Hey, so this we're gonna do spoiler alert. Uh, fast forward about two, three minutes. Reek, say what you gotta say. No, don't say it because I don't like hearing spoilers. So I like I like to go in raw. That, that's why. I like uh, to be surprised. <laughs> that, that's why. That's why I'm not saying it. You text it to me, Reek. Text it. To me. Will, yeah, just, just text him. Make sure it's not the group chat, though. Just, <laughs> just, just make sure you tune in for the main event. That's all I'm going to say. Hey, I'm tapping in regardless. in for a surprise. I, I kind of feel like where you going, man. I got I Randy winning anyway, so it's cool. Hey, man, this has been the Young Kings Wrestling Podcast, man. Y'all, y'all, y'all want to talk about anything else or should we end it? Mm. Nah, man, we've been talking for a while now. We have. We We've been on the call two hours. It's been like an hour and a half for for this whole episode. God damn. It don't seem like it moving fast. It really don't. It don't, man. Hey, man. It's been the Young Kings Wrestling Podcast. As always, you know, you can follow us at YK Wrestling on every social media platform there is. Uh, you know, check out our guys, man. Check out check out the smacking uh, 
you know, the Smacking series, the Smack series. You know, we got we got two podcasts with literally like the same damn name, but <laughs> they rock with us out here, man. And shout out to everybody else. Uh, we was talking about doing another bracket this time for the worst segments ever. I want to do this. Who's talking about doing it? Talking about oh yeah, I forgot Malik wasn't involved during the conversation. It was oh, a that's right. Yeah, he wasn't. But it, it's just a thought that we threw out there. Don't steal it. I don't <laughs> know if y'all want to dedicate as much time as we do to this, but the worst segments ever. And I came up with the whole bracket on my own, damn near, because <laughs> there's so many terrible segments out there. We were talking like it was so many that we just low key might want to do 64 of them bitches. Are, are we counting disrespectful segments too as worse? Uh, what's what's disrespectful? Page and uh, Charlotte. Page. Page and Charlotte. Oh. Page Triple and Charlotte H. was bad. Triple H plus a, a cheerleader. Oh. Plus Kane. That's that's uh, uh, that was, that was, that's number one seed on my list. That's <laughs> <laughs> that was the number one seed. Oh, okay, all right, all right. Uh, as well, do we as, include, uh, do we include uh, Ray when he told uh, me, uh, Randy and Ray when he told Eddie's nail? That, that's Is not. That, it's uh, just distasteful. It wasn't listen, bad, dude. Oh, listen, so we're not okay. There, there's only one winner. There's only I don't one. know. I don't know if it's only one because we 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 got the one Malik was talking about. We got the one you talking about, Reek, and we got the one where uh we don't even talk about the match that happened because of this segment. Like we don't talk about that match at all, and it's between two of my favorite women's wrestlers. <laughs> They had a terrible segment on Monday Night Raw. Uh, I, I think this is probably the first time I ever felt sorry for anybody having to do a segment on Monday Night Raw or anywhere. So, I, yo, Vince that, has a lot of those. That, but see, that one just had me like the dog. It, it didn't feel like it was real. Like it just felt like this, this was like practice, like something that y'all was like y'all was still in the writing room doing this. Like it, it, it like it shouldn't have gone on the air. It seemed like are you, you talking about or which one are you talking about? You talking about what, my choice or you talking about yours? I'm talking about yours. Yeah, mine. It just seemed like some shit that they was just like. So, did you watch the FCW uh, documentary? No, nah, I didn't. I still got to watch that. So on the FCW <laughs> documentary, they show they show uh like old clips of uh, them doing promos, like early promos, like working, you know, crafting their characters. So they showed. Like Biggie cutting a promo, and they show like Bray Wyatt basically cutting a promo in uh, in Bray Wyatt speak, like like Colt Bray Wyatt speak. Uh, so yeah, that that segment seemed like some shit that was out of Dusty Rose early promo class at the Performance Center for sure. Like it, it it's definitely some shit that should have never made it to television. And uh, I'm gonna just say what it is, man. Uh, Bailey, this is your life. Is probably one of the worst segments. <laughs> I've ever seen two women's wrestlers <laughs> ever have to be in that. It was just terrible. Uh, I'm I'm gonna go watch it back. And all right, listen, we need to do a reaction video on this segment whenever y'all available. I'm not even gonna watch it. I haven't watched it since the night it aired. But well, we gotta terrible. do a reaction to um, 
you know what? That's what we gonna do. We ain't gonna do no bragging. Yeah, we, we just gonna <laughs> we just gonna do reaction videos just to come up with some content. We could do that. Because fam, Bailey and Alexa, this is your life. Like I said, I've never watched a segment on WWE television before and was just like, fam, this is bad. This is terrible. Uh, I feel sorry for them. And that was the first time, which uh, I don't, y'all remember the old day? Was that before or after Bailey, Alexa? This is your life? <laughs> I want to say that was after, but oh my god, I'm mad he just said that the whole day. And then they <sighs> they outdid themselves with Bobby Lashley's sisters. That was another terrible joint. What about the one the, the backstage things in the attitude area? You remember the, you remember Trump? Dude, dude? You remember Trump versus Rosie O'Donnell? Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> This, the that, only time I can remember A still ever appearing on WWE television and he was being Donald Trump. Bro, you remember that, ECW uh December to December? Oh, we don't talk about that. We don't talk about that. that that's we got a whole episode shitting on that one. That's discredited. Yeah, but no, nah, that, that Donald Trump Rosie O'Donnell match, that was disrespectful to Cookie Puss. It was highly disrespectful to Cookie Puss. <laughs> Who is Cookie? Cookie Puss, Puss deserves better. That that that, that cake <laughs> that he brought up. That he was smashing all over her face. That's one of like Carvel's classics, the cookie puss. Oh. That was disrespectful to that kid. You remember Dr. Heine? <laughs> Y'all remember that? That was bad. That was really bad. I, after after Jim Ross had to have like emergency colon surgery. Yeah. And then Vince has a whole like 10 minute segment. He's just pulling stuff out of a fake ass. Why'd you do that, Vince? Why'd you do that? Vince has something with asses. Yeah, he does. Remember when Scott Steiner and Triple H had like that push-up competition? Oh, well, I thought it was like a, a bodybuilding whole thing. Like, it was like a did. bodybuilding pose. Like, yeah, they turned the lights off and just put the, the spotlights on them and shit. That's why I couldn't get into it. I told you, I can't get into Scott Steiner because of shit like that. Remember when Big Cass beat up that midget? When, when, when they told him not to. <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 no. You remember when they hyped up that the Outsiders was coming back to the WWE and then they had the fake Razor and they had fake Diesel come out. (laughs) (laughs) Which was Kane. It was Kane. Hey, Kane had some terrible ass gimmicks before he became Kane. He He was a dentist. He was Isaac Yankum. Yeah, man. There's only one wrestling dentist we acknowledge. Uh, real quick, did y'all remember? I think I want to say it was like two, three years ago. The Headbangers came back for like two weeks. Yes, on yes. SmackDown. Yes, dog. All right, listen. The Headbangers was on Smack like after the after the last draft four years ago. The Headbangers was on SmackDown. They they showed up for like three weeks, and then like the Spirit Squad came back for like two weeks. What was that about? <laughs> That was some fun ass times. What was that? That's, that's right when the brand split had happened too. That was right after yeah. the brand split. Yeah. That was on like Spirit Squad and Headbangers on SmackDown for just a short ass time. But it was fun though. Yeah. It was fun as hell. It was. <laughs> May Young giving birth to a hand. Oh yeah, that's on my list for sure. <sighs> that's not that's not not making it on the list. Oh, the <laughs> other one, the other one that Malik was talking about. Which one? Hey, Vic. 
Oh, oh, Katie Vick, yeah. Oh, Lord. So, does a does a failed repackaging count? Like, a segment where they're getting repackaged, but it failed. Does that count? Was it when Fandango poured milk on himself? No. <laughs> Hell no. Because <laughs> uh, I, I remember for a while, I think this was back in, like, 2017, uh, we had the, these vignettes playing about Emma getting repackaged as Emma Lee oh, for man. a couple we'll weeks. <laughs> and she came out. <laughs> and it was like, you know what? I ain't fuck with that. Emma back. And then Emma never and showed said, up again. Oh, did she ever show up? She did. She's like, you no, waited so did? long and now she lost the Oscar I'm going back to Emma. Yeah, that was it. And now I'm going back to Emma. <laughs> hey, man. Ugh. Yeah, we gonna have to do this. Y'all, y'all might see some content coming from us soon. That's all I'm saying. Bobby Lashley and Lana. Hey, hold on, hold on, hold on now, hold on now, which, hold on now, uh, hold on now. The wedding. You talking about the wedding? I love the wedding. That shit was entertaining. Montez Ford <laughs> made that. Montez Ford put out a tweet that that made that whole segment, and it was. <laughs> Bobby Lashley's makeup like kind of rubbed off on Lana. So Montez Ford said, oh, yes. Lana kissed the black, the black off Lashley. What do you shit ever? What do you shit ever? Oh, I think we should funny. end it on that note, honestly. Uh, yeah, we should. Montez Ford had the best tweet of 2020. <laughs> and I think it was still 2019, technically at the time. I think so. I, I, I don't think I don't think it was New Year's till like the next day. That was that was incredible though, man. Hey, this has been a Young Kings Wrestling podcast. What's our socials, guys? Malik.lvig. Follow Ball Dogs. And I need that 2K. <laughs> hey, 2K21 is coming out pretty soon. I need that Malik with 2K.lv on Instagram. I need that. I'm gonna keep asking. What's your social reek? Hey, hey, mess <laughs> around and get reported fucking with me, Malik. I don't know how people keep following this page. Like, I don't post on this page. I just went to it. Y'all can find me at Reek Havoc 24. Also, check out that Havoc Hour. I'm on Instagram, YouTube, Spotify, Anchor. You know what the deal is. I've got new content coming out probably this week. So, you know, yeah. if you're listening right now, hey. you might find these two on my show. It's, it's game another, time. Another, another we, had, we had a we had a nice hot take before the show started. Yeah. Oh yeah, we did. We we was talking we was talking hoops for like a good fifteen minutes before we actually started talking about wrestling, man. So, uh, shout out to Damian Lillard and Devin Booker has slowly become two of my favorite players in the league over the last week and a half. They they they've always been like them, them guys to me. Like I've liked them, but they they yeah, become my favorites. Been. I, I might have to talk about that too, because the Suns is seven and zero. Undefeated. You know what I'm saying, Devin? Devin, Devin, Devin Booker Devin. got Kobe on his side, boy. You know, you, you feel me? Yes, he. Dame too. Hey, I never forget the after Kobe died, first game the Lakers played. Damian Lillard torched us. We didn't even win. We lost the first game after Kobe died because Dame was killing us, and Dame always kill us. But I don't think Dame – I think we probably going to match up with Portland in the playoffs. But I don't think Dame is going to kill us because C.J. McCollum got a broken back and Melo's like 37 years old. But Dame can't do it all by itself. We, we, can, we can trap in one Dame if we got to. Boxing one, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
bring up that boxing one. <laughs> do nothing against that. Anyway, let's go ahead and end this. Let's go ahead and end this, man. Uh, what's all right? Rico already gave your socials out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yes. can check me out on Instagram tc.fontaine. Uh, Google. This I'm. A, I'm a. This is this is my public platform. Google. I'm gonna need y'all to start sending me my emails, fam. I'll be missing work emails, man. I got in trouble at work because I didn't respond to some emails for like three days. Uh, I missed out on an audition because of y'all not sending hey. my emails. Send my send my emails to my phone, please. I shouldn't have to go in and manually look at my emails and then see, oh damn, I missed an email from five days ago. Pissing me off, messing with my money. That's all I gotta say. Yes, sir. <laughs> Get your life together, Google, and cut the check, Vince. This is the Champions Wrestling Podcast, and we are out of here. Go on.